0: you doing? We're blessed, more than blessed. I'm going to stand in the sun for a little while. I'm already sweating, so maybe that'll just make me work that much harder. I want you all to be cool and comfortable. It's good to be here. And look, yesterday we were trampling around in some water and this evening we're enjoying the sunshine that the Lord is providing. Don't tell me God isn't good We are going to do something different tonight My lesson will be uh, brief And as you see we have the grill going And we want to invite those within the sound of my voice After we complete the service here We want to invite you as well as those in the sound of my voice Um, Ms. many and everybody over there we're going to have hot dogs and hamburgers over here. You are invited to come over. And uh, I think it's important that we present ourselves friendly and just try to get to know people. Yeah. Amen. So we can spend some time It still be daylight Amen. to get to know people and introduce ourselves. And I, I believe it's very critical. I believe Jesus, that's one of the most important traits he carried was he... Not only was compassionate, but he was friendly People felt that they could approach him And as we strive to represent and be like Christ We need to be able to present ourselves in such a way That people feel comfortable enough to approach us Is that all all right? So it's more than just coming Telling people what they need to do And preaching to them and preaching at them But I believe it's also important To mingle and get to know people and, and present yourself friendly And you never know You'll find out it's Some friendly people You'll come in contact with Is that alright? Right. As we kicked off Sunday evening Our foundational text Is John 14 Where we we're talking about Jesus Declaring that he is the way The truth And the life Amen. Sunday evening We presented our lesson concerning Jesus being the way. Monday evening, yesterday evening, we presented our lesson declaring that Jesus is the truth. And no way around it, no doubt about it. John chapter 8, Jesus said, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Tonight, we want to briefly look at the fact that Jesus is the life. Yeah. He declared himself as such. And being that he declared himself as such, you best believe he is the life. Mm -hmm. You can look at life in so many different ways, but from the biblical sense, life only matters in one way. That's to please God. Anything other than that, your life is wasted. Because when it's all said and done, when we all close our eyes... And our hands lay folded in rest. The only thing that's going to matter is. Did we please God? Did we please God? As the preacher said over in Ecclesiastes 12. The conclusion of the whole matter. Is to fear God. And keep his commandments. And when it's all said and done. That is the question we're going to have to answer. Because. That is the main thing God is concerned about in this life. God wants us to glorify Him, to serve Him, and to surrender our will to Him so that we may carry out His business in this life. If you have your Bible over in Ecclesiastes, I want to read some passages from Ecclesiastes concerning a time for everything. There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. I know this is a passage you normally hear at funerals, but this is no sad occasion this evening. So continue on with me, a time to search, and a time to give up, a time to keep, and a time to throw away. A time to tear, and I'm sorry, a time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet, no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning to end. Amen. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live. That each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all they are told. This is the gift of God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it And nothing can be Can Nothing taken from it God does it so that People will Fear him Whatever Whatever Is Has already been And what will be has been Before And God will call the past To account And I saw something else under the sun. In the place of judgment, wickedness was there. In the place of justice, wickedness was there. I said to myself, God will bring into judgment both the righteous and the wicked. For there will be a time for every activity. A time to judge every deed. I also said to myself As for humans God tests them So that they may see That they are like The animals Surely the fate Of humans Human beings is like that Of the animals The same fate awaits them both As one dies So dies the other All have the same breath. Humans have no advantage over animals. Everything is meaningless. All go to the same place. All come from dust. And to dust, all return. Who knows if the human spirit rises upward and if the spirit of the animal goes down into the earth? So I saw that there is nothing better for a person than to enjoy their work because that is their lot. For who can bring them to see what will happen after them? Can the church say amen? Amen. amen? Jesus declared that he is the life. Yeah. James asked the question, what is your life? In comparison to what we go about planning to do, what we plan on doing from day to day, setting our schedule from week to week, month to month, year to year, James asked the question, what is your life? James answered the same question, it is but a vapor Uh that rises up for a moment and it vanishes away. So what we can take from what James declares about life is, life is short. Yeah, life is very short, yeah. and we need to recognize how truly short how truly short our lives really are. Right. This life is not as long as we think. It was once said that man born of a woman, but a few days yeah. And it's full of trouble. Life can be described in many different ways. Some describe life as successful. Some describe describe life as unsuccessful. Some say life is hard. Some say life is fun. Some even say life is a challenge. Yeah. What we need to understand about life. Life is empty. Life is worthless. Life is nothing without Jesus in your life. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. In other words, Jesus declares and establishes something very important, but yet very simple. Without me head in your life, without me ordering your steps, without me being the ruler of your life and your will, your life is worthless. Because if your life is not a life lived to worship God and to serve and glorify the Father through Christ, your life is meaningless. Jesus declares, I am the life. I am what you should be searching for. I am who you should be searching for. Every day that the Lord, every day that you get up, the Lord wakes you up. You should be seeking out how can I glorify God more? How can I serve Him in a better way? What can I do in the service of the Lord? But it's sad to say, many of us, have gone about our own lives seeking out to find pleasure, seeking out to do things that satisfy us and not what pleases God. Even in James, as he says, what we should say is if it's the Lord's will that we go here or do this, many of us, we have put our own will and our own selves above Worshipping God Right Only to find out That this life is short Yeah And alone this course called life Some things can occur in life Storms arise And when the storms arise Who will you be able to call on To save you In the midst of the storms Right I'm reminded what the proverb says that how long the question is asked, how long, these simple ones, you simple-minded, will you refuse my counsel?" Right. How long will you ignore what is truly important in life, while you seek out to try to find your own way, while you seek out to try to do your own thing, how long will you refuse my counsel? Right. The Bible says that the Word of God explains us that one day tribulations will come in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. They will come as storms and whirlwinds. They will come down upon us and we will immediately recognize and understand it's bigger than what we can handle. Amen. And then That is the time when we want to run to God And we want to call on him for help And he said you will call on me Uh But I will not answer You will seek me But you won't find me How long and what will it take For us to come to the understanding that this journey called life is not about us. Amen. It's about God. Yes, sir. How long will it take for us to recognize we did not create ourselves, but God created us. Amen. And God created us for his purpose. Yet he gave us a free will. To choose right and wrong, good and evil. But his purpose in creating us was for us to serve him and to glorify him. This life is far bigger than what many of us understand this life to be. Mark chapter 8 and 36. The Bible asks the question, for what shall it profit a man? Yeah. If he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul. Man. Verse 37 says, Or oh, what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Yeah. I want you to stop and think about that for a moment. All right. Because I believe that is a valid question. Yeah. What shall it profit a man to gain all the riches? Yeah. All the women. Yeah. All the men. Yeah. The silver. The gold. The nice cars, nice bank account, yeah. Any and everything in this world that you can imagine that you think would make you a happy person. Come on now. What shall it profit this man? And when I say man, I'm talking about women too. Yeah. What shall it profit you to have all of the riches and the goods of this world? In this life, but yet not know Jesus. Right. right now. What would be the benefit of the life that you lived to only die and to spend a life, uh, an life on eternity in damnation? The nice cars you can't take with you. That's right. The big bank accounts you won't take with you. Amen. Matter of fact, it the, the, the money you leave behind is gonna start is gonna stir up more trouble yes, it is. when you die than it did when you were living. Yes sir. Amen. Yes sir. But for sure you won't be fighting over it anymore. Right. right. The nice wardrobe. You won't wear it anymore. Right. The shopping sprees and everything you can imagine. It won't matter anymore. Right. Yeah. Only to close your eyes in depth. And stand in judgment to have the Lord to declare I never knew you. Yeah. You lived your good life. Yeah. You lived your good life and only thought about yourself. Right. You ate. You drunk. You were married and you just had a good time. Yeah. But what many people fail to understand while they're chasing the dollar, while they're seeking success by the worldly definition of things, they forget death is out there roaming around. Amen. Right. What shall it profit you tonight? If you had to stand in judgment tonight, what will you take into judgment tonight that will follow you in your death because the Bible says that our works will follow us. Right. So what will you take to the judgment this evening? If you breathe your last breath right now, what will you take into the judgment and helping your justification that you were more concerned about living for God Than you were trying to make an impression to people in the world right now. It's sad to say yeah. There may be those who will be spiritually bankrupt yeah. And they will stand in the judgment trying to borrow somebody else's work yeah. Trying to get into heaven well let me tell you There won't be any borrowing Amen. To get you into heaven You are going to have to make Your calling and election sure yeah. You're going to have to answer You're going to have to give an account To what you've done in this life We hear our young people all the time Saying I want to be like LeBron I want to be like Kobe I want to be like Michael Jordan I want to be a superstar. I want to be like James Harden, Steph Curry. I want to be a a rich NFL player. You know what? It's nothing wrong with dreaming, it's nothing wrong with being successful and having a good job, a high paying job. But the problem comes in where it's God in the equation. That's right. That's right. Why is it we can seek to be like all of these worldly people seeking to be rich? Why would you seek to be rich when Jesus says, Well, it's hard for a rich man to enter into the kingdom. Yeah. Why would I want to pursue to be something that's going to count harder against me? The odds are far worse against me in going to heaven. Yeah. Sometimes we just don't think. Right. But even more, most of the time we just don't read the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. that's it. Why would I want to be rich if I can't handle the little money I have now and do right with it? Come on now. How in the world could I do better with more? Right. Yeah. If I'm not considerate and compassionate for the poor with a little... What make you think I would be even more compassionate to the poor if I got more? Right now. How can I convince God or persuade God that I would would do a better job if you bless me with more when you won't trust God with the little you have? See, Jesus declared that he is the life because Jesus taught something when you seek to save your life, you're going to lose it. Amen. And Jesus was willing to give up all that he had. Yeah. He left heaven, right? Yeah. It doesn't get any better than heaven. Yeah. But he gave it up to come down to please his father so that he can help us understand This world holds nothing permanent for us regarding happiness. This world is full of trouble. It's full of hurt. It's full of darkness. But Jesus says, I am the life that you need to strive to become like in me. But the only way I can understand and become what Jesus would have me to become. I have to get myself out of the way. And put him on. And walk like him. Talk like him. Fellowship like him. Serve like him. Yeah. I can't become like Jesus and put barriers up. Right. Concerning doing good. Yeah. Concerning forgiving. Yeah. Concerning loving. Yeah. Concerning everything that is good I can't be like Christ And live the life of Christ If I'm still trying to control my life Right Right now What shall it profit a man Yeah. To get a promotion on the job Mm. Only to have that job to take away Your time and your service from God Right now What shall it profit you spiritually to be taken away from the body of Christ? You can't attend Bible studies anymore. You start forsaking the assembly together with other saints. You become spiritually weak, but yet you say, I'm making more money. Mm -hmm. But what good is that money going to do you when you're separated from God? Yeah, yeah. As James four and fourteen said, "Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow that 's right for what is your life? it is even a vapor yeah that appeareth for a little time, yeah, and then vanishes away Man. Well, preacher, if life is that short, and believe me, it is yeah." If life is truly that short What am I to do? The wise thing to do Is to figure out how to get in Christ So that you can live The abundant life Jesus said in John chapter 10 The thief cometh For to steal, kill And destroy How does the thief go about Doing this He does it by tempting us Through the lust of the eyes yeah. The lust of the flesh yeah. And the pride of life That's right. He tempts us To come after Things that are contrary To what the will of God is right. Right. He tempts us To have sex Outside of marriage yeah. He tempts us by Drinking strong drink And desiring strong drink That will cause you and alter, cause your thinking to be altered. That's right. So that you can't make sober and sound decisions. Amen. He tempts us by seeking out things that go against the Spirit of God. Yeah. And sad to say, once we become entangled, once we allow. The temptation to get us, yeah, or we give in to the temptation, yeah. sin is the result. Yes sir. yes, sir. And sin separates us from God. Amen. So therefore, we find ourselves with no hope, no favor, no chance. Because the devil has caused a separation, has brought about a rip between us and God. Amen. But what we need to do, we need to figure this thing out. How can we get to that point? And benefit from what Jesus said Jesus said the thief coming Before the steal, kill and destroy But I Have come that you might have Life And that you might have it More abundantly So there is A way To live A happy life A content life A good life Man. Even while yet we live On this time side Of life yeah. Because Jesus said I've come that you might Have it more abundantly Man. But the problem is We are Our minds and our vision Is distorted on what Is good Right, Right now If I don't understand What good is I will settle for anything. That's right. That's right. And sometimes I'll even tell a lie and say that something that I think is good, which is really evil, is a blessing from God. Uh-huh. H- here's a perfect example. You're walking behind somebody. They drop some money, and you see them drop the money. Yeah. And instead of you being honest and saying, "Hey, excuse me, excuse me, you dropped some money," you pick it up and you say, "Praise God! What a blessing!" Good job. Why would you lie on God? That's right. God didn't have anything to do with your dishonesty and what you just did. Amen. When you cheat on your income tax. Yeah. You said, praise God for this tax return. God didn't have anything to do with that false statement. Amen. God didn't have anything to do with that lying money that you got. See, some of us, we've been blinded by evil and wrong for so long, we call evil good and we call good evil. That's right. That's right. But let me tell you, when they come to Jesus, there's no misunderstanding. Amen. There's no misunderstanding. Amen. All good things come from above. Amen. And we know, we know. That a true good life Is a life of purity A good life is a life That is disciplined A true good life is a life That surrenders its will To do whatever the Lord Would have us to do I want you to consider As I close The preacher over In Ecclesiastes Solomon said you know what I had a lot of riches in my time. Solomon said, I had the silver. I had the gold. I had the armies. I've had the bands. I had the vineyards. I've had servants. You name it, Solomon said, I've had it. Nothing you can mention. Solomon said, look, he even had the women. Wives and concubines. Yes, sir. Why he want that many, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But he had them. Yeah. So to, to, to make the story short, Solomon said, whatever you can imagine having in this life that you think would make you happy, Solomon said, it's all vanity. Man. It's all vanity and vexation yes, sir. of the Spirit. Yes, Man. sir. I believe Solomon is somebody We need to listen to Because Solomon didn't get his wisdom From the textbook Solomon was so blessed by God To receive the wisdom that he had And Solomon said Whatever it is out there You think that would make you so happy He says all vanity So what does that mean to us today? If God is not first and foremost in all of your decisions today. If God is not the one you consult in making decisions come on, in your life. Come on, if God is not the one you think about as soon as you wake up in the morning. Yeah. If God is not the one on your mind when you lay down and go to sleep at night. Right. If God isn't everything in your day-to-day living, you know what? You're living a life of vanity. Because however way you're living and whatever you're doing in this life, if God isn't first, come on, He's nothing at all to you. Amen. God is not going to be tied for a place... With your wife or with your husband. God is not going to serve a second place in your life. God must be the head in everything that you do in your life. He was the head of the life of Jesus. That's right. When Jesus walked this earth. He went about from day to day. Even from a little boy. He had to correct his mother and say, yeah. do you not know I must be about my father's business? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God used you to deliver me in the physical, but don't get beyond yourself. All right, now. I'm here that people may know that I may testify of the truth. We talked about that last night. Jesus told Pilate, for this reason, for this reason, I was born. That I may testify of the truth. And the truth is tonight, folks, Jesus is the life that we all should be striving to live for and to live like. He didn't say it would be easy. Amen. But heaven is worth it. Yes, it is. There's nothing you can forego, nothing you can miss by living for Jesus in this life, on this time side, that heaven would not be worth the reward for. Man. Many, many many people claim they want to live for Christ, but they don't have faith in Him. Right. Many say, I love Him. He's the head of my life. Well, why won't you wait on him? Why don't you serve him? And whatever you stand in need, he understands what your needs are. Matthew chapter 6, the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Well, I, I, I want God to bring me a man. No, you can't ask God to bless you with a man. God ain't in the business of bringing you a man. God is in the business of marriage. That's right. That's right. God can bring you a husband. All right. I want God to bring me a woman. You praying to the wrong God. Yeah. You need to be praying to God for a wife. Amen. And better yet, instead of praying for something to please your flesh, you need to be developing and getting closer to God in your spiritual walk, Amen. Because sometimes what you think you want and what you think you need may be the greatest nightmare in your life. Yes, sir. After you say "I do," yes, sir. Mm, but y'all quiet on that one. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yeah. Well, you don't seek the kingdom of God by seeking to please your flesh. Amen. How do I demonstrate? How do I come in contact and live in this life, Jesus talking about? You get in Christ. Yeah. Galatians 3, 26. The Bible said, For we're all the children of God by faith. Yeah. We're all the children of God by faith. God created all of us. That's right. But you don't stop at verse 26. That's right. Verse 27: for as many of you as were baptized into Christ. Have put on Christ. Yep. Yeah. You got to put Christ on. Yeah. You got to get rid of the old wardrobe. Come on now. You got to get rid of the old way you used to think. Yeah. The old places you used to go. Yeah. The old people you used to hang out with. That's right. There must be a change, and that change is called repentance. Yeah. To get in Christ, you have to obey Christ. And Christ said, you must be baptized for the remission of your sins. You can't say, I want the life that Jesus lived. I want the abundant life. I want the blessings that are in Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 says, all spiritual blessings are in Christ. I want that. I want to enjoy that. Well, you got to do what he said. Amen. You can't hold on to the world. That's right. That's right. And wear the wardrobe of Jesus Christ. That's right. So you got to deny yourself. Yes, sir. You have to humble yourself. Yes. And you have to come to an understanding what the world defines as success, what the world defines as good, what the world defines as holy. These are not the same definitions that you find in the word of God. Hollywood would tell you, oh, it's good that this man run from this woman to that woman, impregnate her over here. You got children over there. Oh, it's good that this woman running from here to there. And oh, what beautiful children. And you know the sad thing, you got folks in the church, you got supposed to be Christian folks who get all caught up in this whoredom. Yeah. Yeah. Like like the proverb said, like animals. Yeah. We get all caught up. When when Beyoncé gonna show that baby? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When when Kanye and, and, and what's her name? Now you wanna sit there and act like you don't know her name. <laughs> huh? What's Kanye wife's name? Kim. Huh? Yeah. When Kanye and Kim gonna show their baby? We know more about the whoredom and the pervertedness of Hollywood than what we know about what Jesus came to do for us. That's right. Andrew. You can't please God and you can't become like Christ entertaining that kind of stuff in your head. That's right. That's right. How did you become like Christ. How do you live that life like Christ? You got to clean up your thoughts. Yeah. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Who thought it not robbery? One concern about losing status. Right now. One concern about what he was going to lose by doing and honoring what his father wanted. Right. But he humbled himself. Yeah. And they said not only did he humble himself. But even to the cross. He laid down his life. Yeah. Is that what you're willing to do? You only stay in the game. I know naturally thinking that don't make sense. You want me to give up everything. And you're telling me I'm going to gain something. That's what the Bible says. Right. You see. To be first, you're going to be last. You seek to save your own life, you're going to lose it. But if you're willing to lose your life for the sake of Christ, you're going to gain it. In other words, you're going to be blessed. And you'll find yourself not entangled in the cares and the things of this life. Jesus declared he is the life. Well, if he is the life, And we know he is Because he said it What else Or what other life Truly matters Well I have a career Your career won't matter In the day of judgment Well I'm working on I'm working on my bachelors I'm working on my masters I'm working on my PhD I'm working on It won't matter The only thing that's going to matter in the end is that you fear God and keep His command. For that is the whole duty of man. Jesus never condemned you wanting to do other things. As long as they do not contradict or interfere with keeping God first. But the problem we have in this life, everything becomes more important than God. That's right. That's right. This world runs us over here, runs us over there. This world tells us you need a bigger house, you need a prettier car, you need a more expensive wedding ring. You need a, a, a bigger trip to go on. You need a better wardrobe. The world keeps telling you you need to keep changing with the times. Oh. Huh. And while the world continues to persuade you to change, you get farther and farther from Jesus. Yeah. 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 You have... I'm going to say this and I'm done. You have folks who'll say, I'm broke. I'm broke. Can't afford nothing. Don't have put anything in church. Come on. But then I turn around and go talk to a car salesman. Oh, wow. And paying all this money every month. Yeah. But yet you couldn't put nothing every week in the collection plate. That's right. How, how could you be broke? All right. No, you're not broke. Your priorities are out of line. Well, I need something dependable to get me back and forth to work. But who bless you with the work? Who bless you with the help to go on the job? Who protecting you to have the job? Yeah. And you will steal from God. Take from God. Withhold from God. And then as soon as you get sick He's the first one you call on Lord Jesus help me Folks it's not right And you can't please God that way You got to renew your thinking There must be a renewing of the mind You got to get yourself out of the way Matthew 16 24 said, If you're going to Jesus said if you're going to come after me You got to first deny yourself you may think you're living a good life But if Christ Is if not the head of it You're only deceiving yourself Amen. And you may live A long time But in the eyes of Jesus You know what It, it, ain't, a, it ain't as long as you think right. But I'm going to tell you What will be long An eternity separated from God yes, Call hell Yeah And if you're not willing to obey and do what Jesus commands, heaven can never be your home. I'm talking to folks in the church as well as out. Many of us in the church can do better if we examine our priorities. A lot of folks ain't here tonight because you know why? It's a TV show they don't want to miss. Uh I worked hard today. Well, you should be here giving thanks and glorifying God. You got a job to go to. That's right. right. Uh, uh, I got to get ready. I got to get ready. I can't go sit out there under no tent. I got to get ready for work tomorrow. What if there is no tomorrow? Isn't that what James said? What we should say is if it's... Lord's will yeah. Yeah. Consider the words Think about it folks What is your life If you're called to rest right now How much Will you have to follow you Into the judgment To prove that you were A true servant Of the most high Yeah. Or will you show up Spiritually bankrupt Because the only thing that concerned you While you were living Was doing what pleased you And whether you like it or not That's a question you're going to answer Sooner Or later I encourage you to get it right tonight If you haven't been committed If you haven't been living as you should If you haven't put God first Tonight would be a good time to start. John 3 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Jesus came into this world that he may offer himself, lay down his life as the sin sacrifice so that you and I don't have to go to the cross. That's right. He has done it all. He bore it all. Yeah. That you and I might live. Amen. Why not accept his gift of salvation tonight? Why not humble yourself and make it up in your mind tonight? I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. I'm tired of drinking and the drinking only known me for a while and when I get sober, I just got more problems than I had than before I got drunk. Right. Right. Jesus is the life That can bring you peace. That passeth all understanding. Jesus is the one. Who can storm. Who can calm the storm. In your life. Where you can know. He can say peace. Be still. Matthew chapter 11 verse 28. And following. He said come unto me. All ye that labor. And who are heavy laden. And I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find rest. And you shall find rest. Yeah. And you shall find rest. And he didn't say sleep. He said rest. Yeah. You shall find rest unto your soul. Yeah. That's what you in need of. Instead of chasing a dollar here and chasing a dollar there, you need some rats. You need some rats. And the only one who can give it to you is Jesus. He said, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Are you subject to the Savior's invitation tonight? Hear the gospel. Believe it. Repent of your sins. Confess Jesus to be the son of the living God. Be baptized for the remission of your sin. And live faithful. Because Jesus is the life. And that's the only life he's concerned about. And that's the only way of living he's coming back to take back with him to heaven. Is that alright? What's our song, today? Come on up here. Let us together stand while we sing the invitation song. Careless soul, why will you linger wandering from?